Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that Live from Nakamegado, Japan, this is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two, I forgot, Slobs. Slobs, thanks, man. Where two slobs open a pack of 99-2000 Fleer Ultra trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the McDonald's line leaper, the marvel of medicine, the basildon brain teaser, one-pot screamer, Hardaway's homie, magnet man, and a serendipitous scumbag, Mr. Ian Rudd. That last one was just nasty, I feel. Is there a reason for that? Yeah, there's a couple. And you know what? I've never gotten personal until this week. You get personal every single week. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm still stinging from last Tuesday's revelation, where you reeled off eight Hall of Famers in a row mm. compared to my Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Yeah, well, I know it wasn't eight Hall of Fames in a row. I think it was seven. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. Please. Well, Zerbiak did kind of ruin the momentum. Yeah, Glenn Robinson somewhat. What, it was what? incredible. Uh, it was nice, but in some ways I was spot for choice, and I'm still not sure I made the right decision. And aging Hakeem Olajuwon was my choice in the end. But I don't know if I... Oh, I Penny. I, I like Penny. Penny. I like this area morning. of Penny. I, I didn't... Alonzo Morning, Shaquille... No, didn't you I, don't get did him, I. that's mine. Um, Stockton, yeah, so many great players. But, it was tough, but, but you know... But I'm happy for my backers, the people who were willing to back me that oh. week. And there wasn't many. There was an unprecedented amount of Pete Love last week. This is so funny to me because... 15 you, to 10! You fools. 15 to 10! You should have known I only get lucky once per season. <laughs> what were you thinking? Thinking I was going to have back-to-back great weeks. But I'm happy for those who backed me because uh, even though it was hard to make a choice, at least they had a choice to make. Oh, my God. <laughs> people who needed point guards got point guards. People who needed centers got centers and so forth. And Glenn Robinson. And people who backed you got Sharif abdul Rahim. <laughs> well, if they chose him. You Mookie think- Blaylock. Uh, there was Isaiah Ryder. Well, we're, we're recording this show the same day that that show's gone out, so we don't know anything. We any have no bits. idea. Well, enough about last week. Tell me. What do we got in store for this week? Episode 8. So we're going to look at... uh, We're going to have a quick recap of our social media. We're going to have a look at the discussion coming up in this week's Discord server. If you're not part of that, get involved. We'll explain how shortly. After that, I'm going to reveal the next clue for the mystery player. I know you're on tenterhooks for that. After that, so we'll be drafting our eighth player. Pete Pete and I are going to open a pack of 99-2000 Fleer Ultra Basketball cards. We're going to talk about the players inside. We're both going to pick one onto our own teams. And then afterwards... We're going to have a look at the Cheryl Ford Classic that is comprised of 25 people playing along at home who will also be drafting alongside us. And today is special because we're, we're seeding them. We're putting in the rankings of who is facing who at the end of the episode, so be sure to tune into that. Yeah, the first round matchups. Ooh, I can't wait. Okay. But uh, unlike my pack from uh, last week, I have a pack of goods for this week. You come bearing gifts. I do. This is uh, the mystery lucky bag i referenced two weeks ago it came early okay so this is let's just clarify let's just uh refresh people's memory this is from japan's nba nakuten rakuten oh yeah so nba have a that that annoys me actually because i have an nba league pass account yeah and up for previous years i could use that even in Japan, even on, like the the they were slowly but surely trying to phase it out. Like I couldn't use it on my PC, but I could use the app still, and it was fine. This year, no nope, chance. This, well, I don't even know if this will even be kept in the show. But Nakuten is like a weird conglomerate company of, of reselling stuff in and they, Japan, and they've got the deal with the rights for NBA. So <laughs> yeah. so they're on my shit list at the moment. So I wonder if this sack of 
goods will will somewhat improve that should we open it should we open it now yeah of course so in case you don't know in japan you can during the new year's holiday you can buy these mystery bags and inside is i don't know what a bunch of nba goods yeah i'm gonna be honest with you i'm a little unimpressed it's quite small well i messaged you earlier today oh yeah and i said should i meet you by the train station we can get something to eat when you're on your way here and you're like well I'm carrying all this stuff, so I'm probably going to get a taxi in. I imagine you turning up like f***ing Santa Claus today. <laughs> well, if you don't like this, this is smaller. Bag. This is smaller than my backpack I take to work. <laughs> this is like a 7-Eleven bag of very tiny things. But, but look. No, I no. honestly, though, thank you very much. It's a very thoughtful gift. You've spent $160 yeah. on MBA-related goods. Should and we I, open well, it Well, I figure we can, we can share its spoils and whoever... Basically, it's like, I don't want this. Will you please take it? <laughs> okay, we will be posting photos on the Discord of what's inside. Do you want to... Throughout the show, should we randomly open things? Maybe a couple yeah, now a and idea. then, okay. Let's keep it a running gag so that you go first, since it is mainly for your Oh, thank you. Head. I appreciate it. So, but don't look at all of them because we don't know what's in... Are they wrapped? Are they individually wrapped? I think it's Am I expecting it, too much from the people yes. at Rakuten? It was in a box. It okay. wasn't even in a bag. That's I'm, my bag. I'm putting my hand in there. Okay. And I can feel... Yeah, they're definitely not wrapped. One feels like trading cards, potentially. Well, there we go. Season One's, three. There's there's several things in here. There's, there's some kind of clothing. Ooh. There's a framed something Ooh. in bubble wrap. Uh, but before that, I'm going to open the thing that feels like a card. Why not? If it's a good player and he was playing in the 99, 2000. Okay, I've got... It is a trading card. It is? It's a Gerald Wallace trading card. Wow. Um, who may have been... Uh, it's a jersey card. A jersey card? So it has like the Eduardo Nahara special? Exactly. It. This is Gerald Wallace uh, authentic shooting shirt. <laughs> It's not even his game it's jersey. jersey. It's his shooting shirt. It's his pre-war. It's his warm-up shirt. I think he wore it to a club one night. Uh, Gerald Wallace Crash was that his name? I yep. think that's his nickname. Are you sure? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Crash. He was at the Kings at this time. Can I read the back of the card? Absolutely. You have received a Gerald Wallace game used shooting shirt. You don't wear shooting shirts in a game. <laughs> uh, trading card from the Upper Deck Company. On the front of this card is an authentic piece of a shooting shirt worn by Gerald Wallace in an NBA game. I'm so confused. We hope you enjoy this piece of basketball history as we at the Upper Deck Company continue to keep you as close as you can get. To what? To the game. Oh, it goes without saying, I presume. Uh, thank you, Mr. Richard P. McQuilliam, CEO of Upper Deck. There you go. We'll take a look and put it back in its Why don't you put plastic. it back in its sleeve? So now, how fitting that I have Eduardo Nahara, my favorite player, and you have you have your favorite player, G- Gerald Wallace. Yeah. You know what? Guy had a great career, though. He was an all-star. I picture him at the Bobcats. He did play for the Bobcats for about seven years. I remember his cool hair. He had that awesome, like, long hair. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, with a headband. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, it's a young Gerald Wallace. Was he at the Kings? Was he drafted by the Kings? He he was. He was drafted by the Sacramento Kings in 2001. Okay. So just not quite eligible enough. Um, But still, he finished his career with the Celtics, played for the Trailblazers, New Jersey, Brooklyn Nets, Charlotte Bobcats. An NBA All-Star and a pretty nice-looking card. There you go. Well, compared well, to the ones we used to. Yeah, <laughs> at least it's not completely ripped. So, what do you think? That's that's number one down. All right, I'm happy with that. Let's, All right, we'll, uh, we'll let's put that on the Discord. Show going, and I'll grab and something uh, after you tell me about our social media. We have an Instagram account, we have a Discord server, and we have our own website, magiconetheblacktop.com. When you go to the website, you'll see a link in the top uh, for the Discord server if you want to join in, have a chat about our weekly discussions and things like that actually last week's discussion yes at the time of recording it's not been discussed yet however it should be a good one it's nba players ventures after they've retired yeah. so looking forward to what comes up in that however by the time this show goes out we will be talking about it's the weekly discussion time did you have one i forgot 
We just spoke about it. I forgot. Yeah. This week's discussion is a little bit different. We're breaking format. Usually we ask you to tell something about, uh, you know, a player or a team. I have been in a very visceral debate back home with, I won't even name the person, but I think it's totally and completely socially unacceptable to wear a jersey at any point, male, female, child, if you're not currently playing a game. Children as well? You no gotta, children. You're going to include children on this? No jerseys. Okay. That's Do a bit you harsh. actually think it's okay to go to the supermarket or even to like you know? As a four-year-old kid who likes Luka Doncic, yeah, let him wear a jersey. He's fine. Absolutely not in my house. Okay, <laughs> kids maybe are fine. Kids are fine. Grown, wait, a grown man wearing uh, by junior high school. A, a grown man wearing a basketball jersey, not in a basketball environment. I've got to agree with you. That's a bit odd. <laughs> and a second follow-up question. Okay. If you want to participate, is it okay to wear a t-shirt with a jersey? Playing. Or, or at the game, like you, you're, uh, you know, you go to the game, you buy a Pippin jersey, and you throw it on over your t-shirt, and you go like, woo, and you go home, and you. I th- so it's it's it still falls into the is it acceptable, acceptable to wear a basketball shirt outside of playing basketball, right? Yeah, because if you're talking about a t-shirt underneath a basketball jersey when you're playing a game, absolutely, that looks really cool. I think. Oh, okay, so that's good. I think so. like you still see. I don't know if you still see it nowadays. Maybe they don't allow it. But back in the day, a lot of NCAA players used to have like a white T-shirt yeah, underneath yeah. the uniform. That was so cool. Okay, cool. Like We're that. in agreement there. Okay. So, do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Let us know in this week's weekly discussion. I would love to be proved wrong. Which one of you guys, or anyone who joins our Discord, wears a jersey when you're not playing a game? I'll be honest with you. I don't have many basketball jerseys. I have the one for my teams. But actual fan ones, I don't have many. However, I bought one a week ago. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I thought it was for your son. Um, you don't even have a son. I don't, but if I did, it probably wouldn't fit him either. It's quite small. It said U.S. men's medium. <laughs> I've, I've, I've not been to the U.S. for a while. As uh, Have people dr- drastically lost weight? <laughs> no, I thought, and when you said men's medium in America, I was expecting an extra, extra large in Japan. I, I occasionally look on Medukari, which is uh, the equivalent of like eBay in Japan. And there's like a marketplace. And occasionally you get some really obscure NBA things. I rarely buy anything, but it's just kind of cool to look at some of the stuff that got released in Japan and, and just some weird things. Now, there's a co- company called McGregor. I think they mainly make golf stuff now. But there was a period back in the 80s where they made a bunch of NBA uniforms. It's called the McGregor Sandnet. If you Google eBay now, McGregor you can find some some uniforms but normally they were only player issued things i don't think they put too much into like selling uh, replicas and things like that so i thought this is super cool i'm not a huge fan of the jazz but i love their purple the original uniform it's so nice looking and it's one of them it's from the 80s and it's my number 22 and there's no name on the back so i just thought that's such a cool jersey i messaged darren wong from the Kowloon Street Fighters. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but I'm not about to spend $90 on this thing. And do you know what he said? What? The basketball gods have given you an opening. No, they did not. You'll be stupid <laughs> to take not. You'll be stupid not to take it. This thing arrives, seriously, it doesn't fit on, fit on my thigh. <laughs> so, so you're telling me right now, we have $260 worth of NBA goods, and we have a Gerald Wallace trading card and a Utah Jazz I mean, child's S. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Let's hoping our luck changes. Well, ah, certainly. For so, one of us, at least. Uh, now, before we get into the mystery play, I'm going to grab my hand in this bag. Mm-hmm. Got something. Okay. I've picked up, without even looking, the world's largest L.A. Lakers keychain. I thought this was a coaster. Is that not a coaster? This is a giant keychain that you can fit around. It's kind of like a coaster on a keychain. Okay. That could be a, that could be a cool thing if you, uh, if you like having the old 
convenience store beer or the park beer. You want to look a bit classy. You break out the keychain. You put it on the put a little coaster on the wall. I think this is going to be shipped directly to Party Mamba as soon as we, possible. We have a few um, big Lakers fans listening. We do. I say whoever makes it the furthest out of them in the Cheryl Ford Challenge. Uh, we'll see. I kind of Now I'm partial to it. Okay. I don't know. I might just clip it on my belt everywhere I go. We'll it's, see. This is a massive Lakers belt keychain key ring coaster. Okay, photos for all of these things will be going up on the Discord by the time the show comes out. Well, we got the bad gifts out of the way. So now I want you to tell me about this <laughs> mystery, mystery player. player. So it's clue number five, I think. Could be four. I think it's five. Could be six. Could be six. It's at least six, five, I think I've four. Mo- I remember most of them. Have you got them? Okay. In order, please. No. He was on a movie. <laughs> in a or movie. In a movie. <laughs> He was the number one scorer on his high school team, college team, college team. All-time top scorer on his college, college team. team. Yep. He was a member of at least four teams. NBA teams, correct. He's a two-time gold medalist. With Team USA, this is correct. That's all of them, right? Clue, uh, yeah, you did very okay. well. Well Thank done. You. In order as well, I think. Clue number five. Oh, baby. He has his own figure. His what? His own figure, toy. They made An a- action figure? Uh, well, actually, when I I saw at least two of him. He has at least two action figures. What? <laughs> okay, well then let's that narrows it down quite. Well, I don't know. During the '90s and '80s, they had a lot of toys come out. There was a brand. Was it called like Starting Lineup, Starting Fire, Starting Something? And they made a lot of really bizarre uh, figures. I think McFarlane made them as well. The company that made Spawn. Yeah, you know that? wow. I think those they are made, very think, very nice I think figures. They though. made may have made them afterwards, but initially, um, yeah. Okay. This is, ooh, it's heating up. We've only got two more clues left. I wonder if anyone will get it. I think there's some people who have some guesses, but they, they're afraid because you only get one shot at it. All right, man, go grab another gift before we move on. Okay, so what we got? We got a couple of things. We got a frame. We got, I want to see how many garments there are. Okay, there's more than one. There's one more than one garment? One feels like a hoodie. Ooh. One feels like a t-shirt. One feels like a frame. One feels like a piece of paper. <laughs> okay, for the frame. I'm going yeah. for the frame. going for the frame. Oh my God, it's huge. It is a frame. Oh my! Is it Grandmama? It's not. It's got the price on it. What it would have would have cost originally? I'd rather not know. Seven thousand five hundred yen. This is the bulk of the mystery that, bag. That's that's nearly half the cost of the bag right there. That is half of the cost of the bag, right? It's a hundred. Well, around that. Yeah. Hold on. Is this it cool? Is, if it's who I think it is, it's kind of hard to see through the the bubble wrap bubble wrap but if it's who i think it is we definitely have someone who'll be interested in this Ooh. we might have to give this away i know you bought it no wait wait a seven thousand. wait a minute don't start giving away santa's presents yet okay what do we got oh my dear god that is amazing we have a framed amazing and it's not even on paper it's kind of like printed on glass kobe bryant Wow. Kobe Bean Bryant. You know what I think? I know that the Cheryl Ford Classic is the tournament, but I think on the back of this here frame, we inscribe the winner for every single season, and they, they're the Kobe Bryant Memorial Champion. There we go. Well, I, I hope Party Mamba comes through in the Cheryl Ford Classic because we do have a huge Kobe Bryant fan. He's the biggest Kobe Bryant fan I've ever met. Absolutely. We After he unfortunately passed away, when, when Kobe had passed, he held a memorial service. That was the first time you met a lot of people on the Tokyo Senshi basketball team, including Ricky, right? Yeah. And it was really touching. And we, we watched his we watched his last game where he scored, what, 61 or 60 points? Yeah, against the Raptors. Yeah. And uh, no, was it the Jazz? I think it was the Jazz. Yeah, Raptors was his 81-point yeah. game. Gordon yeah. Hayward was playing. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, 
And then he gave a really nice slideshow and, you know, memorial of him and his interest in Kobe and why he liked him. Look at that. That's amazing. It's very Laker-oriented so far. Yeah, well, Gerald Walls. Was he a Laker at some point? Okay. Uh, Okay, so now... Thank you for bearing with us on this little surprise Santa New Year's extravaganza. Now we have the team review, and then we got to see who we're targeting and what you learned. Ian, you're up first. You know what? After picking up the dream last week, I'm overall happy with my team. I, If I'm looking at anything, I'd be kind of nitpicking. I guess I could say I'm not overly confident with a young Vince Carter style at small forward there could be better options out there but other than that I can't complain I've got Jason Kidd I've got Alan Iverson I've got KG and I've got the dream I mean I'm in my starting five uh, anything else I'd be greedy so you know what I just want some I just want someone who can bring a bit of I don't know just anyone who kind of I need a character I need someone who can keep the mood up in training camp you know someone who gets along with everyone I need uh, a mood maker yeah I don't know who that would be but hopefully the packs will bring someone to the into the foray yeah that's cool so tell me about your stuff you've already mentioned almost all of your players the only ones missing where so chris back- webber is back up for kg right at power forward chris webber was starting and kg was at center but then the dream came along so yeah chris webber will come in to give uh, you're getting no respite there at power forward for me as soon as kg comes out chris Just Webber's like coming last out. year and who have you got at power forward to go against well, last them? year i had carl malone and charles barkley <laughs> so they didn't got, do well you got sharif abdul rahim and antoine, antoine walker. badass walker <laughs> however you are very deep in other places but yeah so honestly i just want i'm really happy i i couldn't i i couldn't really pick nail down a single position so i'm approaching the next few weeks just with whoever whoever well it must be nice it's lovely (laughs) (laughs) how about you um well i've got point guard set i've got tim hardaway who's really transitioning into a really beneficial member of the team um but he's your backup surely he is to gary payton the glove (laughs) then we have an aging reggie miller and scotty pippen in the shooting guard and small forward position i'm looking for help there i think those guys are fantastic I think they have a lot of intangibles and grit and veteran leadership, but I need somebody who can bring a spark or maybe some some fill some minutes that these guys are going to need to take out. You need Finley back. That's what you need because he can play both those roles Finley, and this though. is his prime. I know, but he really burned me last time. Okay. But I also have uh, Antoine Walker and Sharif Abdul-Rahim in the power forward. I could do with another forward, just flex position. And I got Shaq, the diesel, holding down the Kansas blockers. So, so we're both looking all right. Yeah, I think, I think uh, I'm just looking for some youth, some spark, some excitement. Okay. But I've got everybody I need. So we're, we're, we have good teams. Because mm. I remember at this point in season one, I still didn't have a power forward. So it's uh, quite no, a comparison. It's true. You, yeah, then. yeah. So uh, yeah, anyway. Okay. I'm looking forward to Grant Hill. All right. To the packs. I like how that's the only one we don't have a jingle for. It's just me doing it every week. Oh, I thought you meant Grant Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so the score is five to four. No, it's four, four three. to three. And okay, mm-hmm. so I need, I'm down. Saisho, good, junk him, point, I go, show. I lost again. That's a double bleep. That's a double bleep. At least they're back to back. I'm going to have to <laughs> scour through afterwards looking for them. That's your, what you chose it? Yeah. Okay, let me see here. I'm going to be more selective this time. Oh, it's between these two. Are you Hold second on. guessing yourself? You no, told no, no, me no. not to do that. No, no, no. I, I just felt the. You told me last week, don't second guess yourself. Don't worry, this is going to be a good pack. You're right. Oh, it, hell was it? <laughs> this one is the one. This one feels so good. All right, let's snap him open. Do you remember last week? Mine was like a brick. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon that was just because the amount of talent in the cards? Yes, I think so. The and amount uh, of all star appearances couldn't. Remember when I didn't even get to choose from 10 cards because I had a, an insert? That sucked. 
and you were like, oh, it's, it's all right, mate. I, I tell you, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an insert this week. There you go. <laughs> one that looks, one that. You're looking for the one that's rare, the like fresh a hologram milk. or something. You're looking for the uh, the parquet <laughs> players or a fee, no, the feel for the game. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for the parquet player. Well, the feel for the game's the good one. I'm going for my my bag. I'm going right for the sweatshirt. Bring it out. Boom. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Hey, this is nice. That's a Philadelphia. That's oh. cool, man. Oh, that I'll tell you whose street that I'm just giving away all our prices. Yeah, what the f are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, wait. That, you know, I did buy these things for us and you're just trying to give them to the Liberty That process. is a very cool sweater. That is very cool. Is that Ben Franklin? Yeah. Dribbling the basketball. So how do we do this? Do we just take turns wearing this sweater? Yeah, it's, it's a shit. It's do not, you get it's it for not like weird, one week? <laughs> I see you every week. So yeah. I'm like, did you put it to the wash? Yeah. Whoever won the week each week gets to wear the Ben Franklin sweater. What's a really nice color too. It's $110 sweater. So we've already exceeded the price of the bag if we're keeping track of the, uh, the weird... take it all back. Okay, so who's my first card? Don't be Benjamin Franklin. Your first card. Yes. Was a member... Of season one's, well, my team is on your team. He's a member of season one's Kansas Blockers. Hmm. The Rain Man. Sean Kemp still Sean playing. Sean Kemp. This is the Cleveland Cavaliers iteration. Oh no. He's a bit of a fat boy at this point. Oh no. But you could match him up with. Oh, you don't have GP. You do have GP. You can I match do. him up with GP for old times' sake. But he ranked him sixth on the Sean Kemp top forty. One last shebang. I think we don't need any more bangs. Hold on. I'm gonna, Sean Kemp loves a bang bang. You know what a bang bang is? It's where you eat two meals in a row. You <laughs> taught me that because you and your weird friends have. No, it's from uh, it's from the Louis C.K. show. Hold on. The Rain Man. You even forgot that he was on my team. I know he's on one of our teams. Great. Oh man, you're gonna pick the Rain Man. You're what? clearly gonna pick the Rain Man. Last season, twenty point five points a game. I'm not sure I'm picking the Rain Man. Because <laughs> because what you're already shored up at that spot with Antoine Walker. Yeah, <laughs> I, sure. I feel I don't know. He's, he's okay. This is Sean Kemp. He joined the league eighty nine ninety. So it's been ten years. His first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seasons were with the Sonics. He's played two years with the Cavs. Last year, twenty point five points a game, nine point two rebounds. The season before, eighteen points a game, nine point three rebounds. Career sixteen point seven points a game up until this point. Hey, he's going to be good. Even even though he's at the Cavs, I think he had a few good seasons. Well, he clearly did. He had twenty points a game last year. I have reservations. He's a big lump. The card would suggest otherwise because I think we've all seen that comedy picture of him in a Cavs uniform. No, yeah. he, no, he's not. He's in an Orlando uniform. Yeah, the final year. And he's just doubled his body weight or something. Yeah. But here, he still looks in good shape to me. Yeah, I. It's going to be tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, right now, I don't have much of a choice. I'll take the Rain Man back, rebuild that team. But you you got to be happy with that under your belt from for card number one, considering last week. Really? Because I'm, I'm a little worried, to be honest. Maybe I'm just jaded because I'm afraid of what's coming for you or, or whatever. Not too concerned with this Orlando Magic guard, though he is a good player. His name is Daryl Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, Daryl Armstrong. Don't know if you need a guard. Armstrong last season became the first player ever to be named as the NBA most improved player yeah. and also to capture the sixth man award. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good three wow. point, he was a good three point shooter as well. He was kind of a gritty point like he was kind of a one of those point guards who's kind of all over the place. I remember him when he burst onto the scene actually. I remember that quite so well. 14 points a game, 7 assists and 4 boards. Hey, I said I need someone to come bring the, bring up the mood at training camp. He might be the guy for that. Is he a positive that. dude? He's a very positive guy and he's he's assumed some kind of coaching role. I know that. Could you can we bring up his Wikipedia? Yep, I got it. I'm the Wikipedia I man. I feel like we need to do him some justice. I'll be damned. So we're getting this thing back on track. Daryl, I missed, I put ass string. Ah, the second hit was his wife. I wonder if there's some <laughs> drama there. Don't say hit and wife and his second hit was his wife all right he is a coach 
yeah. assistant mm. of the Dallas Mavericks from 2009 to present. Yeah, he's been there a long time. Yeah, okay. So you're right. He was also the Spanish League top scorer and a Cypress Basketball Player of the Year. Who knew he played for the Atlanta Eagles, Trojans, the Capital Region, Pontiacs, South Georgia Blues, the Pesaracopados, Larnarca, the Uarnesi, Orlando Magic, New Orleans Hornets, Dallas Mavericks, Pacers, and Nets. Mm, it, I didn't know he had an international career. He did, and he, like I said, he didn't come into the NBA until quite late in his professional basketball career. So um, I think I see AI on the card reaching in. Hey, they could be teammates. Really? Oh, I see. Yeah. Your next player. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think he came up once, or am I thinking of last season? I can't remember, but Jawan Howard. Oh, yeah, Jawan Howard. Remember the Fab Five? Yeah. Oh, he was in a basketball movie. He was in Hoop Dreams, the and documentary. He's been, a, he's been a player for, what, 28 years? Yeah. Did he, he have a long career? He did. Oh, yeah, hell of a long career. He, it's like him and... and even LeBron, he, and he yeah, had yeah, a few yeah. teams like, together. I think, like, he was... Was he on that Miami team with, like, mm-hmm. people who just don't die, like Udonis Haslam? And just, people who don't die. Or people who just don't... Yeah, go <laughs> Um Well, this is his fifth year. Last year, 18.9 points a game, 8.1 rebounds a game. Highly touted coming out of Michigan. Oh, I mean, all, like, him, Weber, Jalen Rose. Oh, That's you're it, smiling. Yeah. Are you... Uh, I'm just you, thinking of Juwan Howard. I mean, like... He's a he's he's a big. I'm going to attempt to read the back of the card. Okay. This Iron Man farmer, <laughs> this Iron Man former NBA All Star, ranked eighth in the league in minutes played per game last season, logging 39.7 minutes per contest. That's a shift. Yeah. Well, this is already. I mean, these are kind of equally skilled players. Him and Kemp. Sean Kemp, Juan Howard. Yeah. So I'm starting to already have a little decision to be made. Both power forwards. You also got a forward with your next card. One of the most impressive college basketball players to ever grace the hardwood courts. Is it Leitner? It's Leitner. Ah. How did you know that? Ah, no, that's Leitner. Christian Leitner scored 15 points against the Hawks, his former team, in Detroit Game 3 win of the Eastern Conference first round of the 1999 NBA playoffs. He's been having a bit of a dip. Yeah, that's never good when when the impressive thing they write about is at one fifteen point game. You'd you'd hope he averages fifteen points. The legend of Duke is in his what almost ninth season. He's been on a he's a journeyman. He's on the dream team. He was he was on the dream team. That might not have been justifiable, but he was on the dream team. I mean, I always wondered about that, right? Over like, Shaq, over Alonzo Mourning, he was on the dream team. <laughs> But he was the greatest college basketball player, arguably, of his generation. Yeah, you could say that, for sure. You could. Um, so you could make a case for that. That's who you got, man. Can I see the cup? Yeah, I mean, it's Christian Leitner. Notoriously, on NBA Jam, he had a zero on pass. <laughs> that was his rating. Uh, yeah, I am not a fan of that Detroit well, right Pistons got, uniform. No, it's awful. It's one of the worst uniforms yeah. I've ever seen. I loathe it. Peter. Is it Tim Hardaway? I want to thank you. <laughs> Tim's back. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> he can't get enough of you. Thanks, though. Maybe. Thank you, though. Maybe it's his way of trying to say, Peter, I was a fool. I shouldn't have had that conversation with uh, a rival coach. Yeah, that a was... A rival GM. Tampering. But, you know, this is an opportunity for other players who may have not had a chance to draft Tim Hardaway and have been second-guessing it and were so entranced by his, his cameo that yeah. he might they might draft him now. Tim placed 11th in the NBA in assists per game last season and on April 22nd became the Heat's all-time franchise leader in the category. Wow, last season 17.4 points a game, 7.3 assists. That is why he's currently your backup point guard. And a great player, to be fair. Yeah. And somebody pointed out to me on his little video that he sent to us, He's what? How old is he now in his 50s? Probably, yeah. Coolest sweater any of us have ever seen or owned. Only seconded by this awesome Philadelphia 76ers one. Awesome sweater. Great music. The best facial hair any of us have ever had. 
best uh, retainer that you didn't take? Yeah. <laughs> that was my counter. Whoa, looky here. Look who's back. The pride of season one. Uh, one of my favorite players who was on the Kansas Blockers, who now may be switching sides to join the Essex Jammers. Was he a starter? He did not see the court, maybe. Finley? Finley played. Oh, he yeah. just saw the court and shot 0 for 30. <laughs> you have one of the greatest nicknames from season one, Vin, the Baker Baker, a barista in his own right. Vin Baker is an accomplished singer away from the hardwood and <laughs> the even surprises sang keep coming. the intro to a season ticket TV advertisement while playing for Milwaukee. We might need to research that and find that very clip. For the, the discussion? Yeah. The, what was it? The post-basketball? That still counts. Yeah, where he was playing. Yeah. We, uh, Vin Baker is averaging 14-7 and seven a game. That's rebounds. He was... Uh, college star at hartford and he's from lake wales florida vin baker on the sonics uh can i ask for some stats please last season oh you just did just it, said it. Yeah, 14 points sorry, and seven yeah. rebounds a game vin the baker baker so you've got three you've got three famous players who did never really lived up to the potential in which we're needing them to right now however my next card yep. did he did. Ooh, great. What do we got, baby? Come on. Thinking about it, I was a bit cool earlier on. I was a bit... I was resting on my laurels a little bit, maybe, and I said I didn't really need anyone. But truth be told, I'd have picked this guy. Uh-oh. In fact, you did pick this guy. Oh. You said one name. Grant Hill? It's Grant Hill. I called it? <laughs> I called my f***ing shot, man. Welcome home, buddy. I was chasing you on the drunken streets of Megaro season one, and... Finally, that's a good point. Just to recap that, so season one, Grant Hill was a player that didn't come up. He just yeah. it, every week we were, you know, we were like the only player that could possibly challenge Scotty Pippen for the best small forward would be Grant Hill. And he didn't come up. No. One night you got very drunk after during the recording, <laughs> and we were leave, we were just finishing. You're like, let me open one pack. I was like, no, you're going to annoy. It's going to because back then we had extra packs, and I was like, no, don't open a pack because it's going to annoy you. A good player will come up, and it will just. It will eat away at you that you didn't come up in the pack. Is that is that an accurate description of what and happened? sure enough, it's exactly what happened. I we, pulled Grant Hill and... Well, you got him for real this time. Oh, man, this is a huge boon. Talk about prediction magic. We really have mastered that. Hill's 46 points in February, on February 8th, 99, against the Washington Wizards, tied the M for the NBA single-season high. He was a 98-99 all-star selection sorry it doesn't say that but that's that's the gist of it it's so ruined i can't read the card uh last season 21.1 points a game eight assists seven rebounds oh my god 21 eight and seven as a forward this is exactly like what i this is why i drafted pippen not I'm, but he's a better scorer we get the points we get the defense and hopefully not the injuries grant freaking hill ow <sighs> Corliss Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> that, not quite the hype we were looking for. Sorry, but that noise is me hitting my head on the mic. Corliss Williamson, though, um, was a player in the NBA. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> Williamson was one of the keys in Sacramento's run to the NBA playoffs in 98-99, placing third on the team in scoring and second in field goal percentage. That surprises me with the team and talent that they had. He was good for 14 points and four boards a game. Corliss, um, a bit of a... A journeyman, wasn't he? Or did he only play for the Kings? I just Shut up. Okay, just just scared. <laughs> well. Yeah. You're uh, not picking Grant Hill. What? That's impossible. You're full of crap. 
Uh, I might need a drink. There's, you got a Dr. Pepper. Uh, I might need something stronger. How, who? Wait, 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 wait. Let me just, on my short list of players better than Grant Hill. Oh, man, that's tough. There are none. You want to bet? Admiral? No. It's uh, Tim Duncan? No. Nope. No. Nope. I couldn't guess. You got the mailman, Carl Malone. I'm not taking Carl Malone. With your power forward, you're not taking Carl Malone? I might take Carl Malone. <laughs> you're not taking... I'm mad at him, dude. Carl Malone, who last season averaged 23.8 points. So-so. 9.4 rebounds, eh. 4.1 assists. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, it's the end of his career. Yeah. But for a career where he averaged 26.1 points a game, that shouldn't come into consideration. 15 years in the league. Oh, come on. He averaged 23 points, 24 he's... points a game last season. Yeah, This yeah, is so... This is a 90... Five minimum player on the game. He's I'm, a poor father, though. Well, yeah. I don't really want poor fathers around this okay. team I'm trying to build. Maybe a pickup for uh, Adam Logan. Yeah. Assuming <laughs> <laughs> he backed me this week. Here's the thing, man. Carmelone really was snake bitten last year. He really disappointed me. And if I can take a guy, we got to stop. Like... Ba- we got to stop basing things on a sna- on a PlayStation, PlayStation One simulation. No, no. See, this is why I base it. Is it's not about their performance in the the simulation. It's how I feel personally slighted on their performance. I know it's just a game and I'm not trusting it. I'm just saying, I think of them as like people who played for my team. He screwed the Kansas blockers with his poor play and bad attitude. Grant Hill didn't even show up. It's true, but now he has a chance to. But you're right, that does complicate things. I have, I have like, this all my old guys. Kemp, Malone, who's next? Baker. This is the whole reunion. <laughs> okay, can I have a decent player, please? Yeah, yeah, so you got, what the... Um, He did play with AI, and he's come up a few times. We've never picked him as a card. Larry Hughes? No, no, no. It's kind of fun because I always mention him when we're talking about guards. This player was ranked ninth in the NBA in steals last year, his first full season as a starter, getting a number of votes for the NBA All-Defensive Team. From Uh, Canton, Ohio, the one, the only, the Michigan State Spartan, Eric Snow. Eric Snow, okay. Yeah, uh, he's a young Eric Snow here, isn't he? Uh, mm, not going to do it. Look at his stats. Oof, nine points and seven assists. Yeah, not going to cut it. Not going to cut it. He was good, good shooter. But and... that was his first year as a, a starter. Okay. All right, sorry. <laughs> well, let me know if your other guys are better. You can take Corliss Williamson if you'd prefer. But, yeah, he's not going to be good on the game, is he? Eric Snow, he was in the league for a long time. I think he's some kind of... He's an announcer, isn't he? Well, he's, he works on... One of the networks now. He's a pundit. He's a pundit. Uh, good guard, good defensive guard, as they said. But no, he's. I don't want him on my team. Okay, he's come up before. I think we probably don't need to speak about him too much. Matt Harpring. Yeah, uh, yeah, the big man from the Magic. Former Orlando coach Chuck Daly raved about Harpring. I believe he can guard any perimeter guy in the league, and they'll know they've been in the battle when the game is over. <laughs> okay, so he's a hard fowler. They know when they've been harpringed. Well, I, not not exactly I think a sexy a, pick. I think that's a classic case of a coach trying to give his player a bit more confidence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think yeah, he's you trying. can guard anyone because <laughs> you know, if, like when these cards came out, is it that unlikely that Harpring was like opening every pack to find his own card? He read the back. He's got he's nothing like, else to do during game I'm day. I'm a good defender. Yeah. Well, well, you'll know you've been harpringed, but you won't know when the Candyman strikes. Oh, candy. Ola Candy. Oh, my God. Michael Ola Candy. Uh. Ola Candy finished first among all rookies in rebounding and second in blocked shots during the 98-99 season. A place on the NBA all-rookie second team. Yeah, he's British. Is he really? 
I think is that he is. why he sucked at basketball? I'm yeah. kidding. I'm joking. Well, Luol Deng's one of my favorite players. I, I, he he went to Brunel University temporarily, but it, it, didn't he get, he get drafted? Didn't he get to like Hawaii uh, University in Hawaii or it somewhere? Says, I didn't know he was from Nigeria. Uh, is he Nigerian? Maybe grew. Well, Oliver Kand is a Nigerian name, but yeah, yeah. But I didn't know he was born there. Yeah, but I know he grew up in London. I think or... he went to Pacific. And then it's torn. I can't read it. Yeah, he went to some random university, had like a monster year because he's huge and he's big. And then they projected he'd be this amazing NBA player. Was he drafted first? Yeah, he was the first pick. See, you know, I like, I actually kind of like Michael Olicandy. It's just kind of bad luck that he, who who was notably number two? All right, I'll look up his draft class because I don't know. I always feel like, I always feel some sympathy or empathy for those first, like um, Darko Milicic who went second. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Olicandy. Yeah. Matt yeah, Harper. I guess it's not their fault they got picked first. But when they're not even like a, a decent NBA player, you just wonder how could it? How could they predict so incorrectly? And Anthony please, Bennett is another one. Michael Olacandy play. He went to Pacific College. He was drafted in the '98 draft, first round, first pick. Mm. He played for quite some time. He played for Kindergarten Bologna. That's not what it said. Los kin, Angeles. Kinder Bologna. <laughs> yeah, so. Thank you. Los Angeles Clippers, Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Boston Celtics. Does All it say right. anything about early life? Does it say anything about UK? I'm sure he's got some connection with the UK. Due to his underwhelming career, he is considered one of the biggest busts in <laughs> NBA history. He was born in Lagos, Nigeria, as the oldest of five children. His family moved to London when he was four. Ola Candy has Nigerian citizenship, citizenship and did not hold a British passport as of 2004. He went to... Uh, a school in Seaford in East Sussex. Okay. Where he set British age group records in long jump and triple jump and also played centre midfield in football. Brilliant. Thank you. And I was just kidding. You guys do not suck. I like NBA players from England. I feel that was a little bit... Just cut all that. Well, there's only about two to choose from. So. But I like Dang. Okay. Um, but you got Michael Olicandy. Okay. A member of the Rapongi Shots. Oh, nice. I love that team. Uncle Cliffy. Clifford Robinson is back. He's not going to be chosen over the mailman. He's not. He was an all-star, though. A former NBA all-star. Oh, there you go. says it on the card. <laughs> a former NBA all-star and sixth man award winner. Robinson finished eighth in the NBA in three-point field goal percentage, 41%, last season. Wow. Last season, 16.4 points a game. So not bad. It's not bad at all. And he was just one of those guys who was in the league for years, played for the Blazers for most of his career. This At this current point in time, he's at the Suns. Uh, yeah, he I mean, would be a decent pick. But uh, obviously, you've got some better players. Uh, you might not. This is well. You might. This guy's not good. Uh, uh, okay. Just, just rip it off. Rip the, rip uh, the bandaid off, please. Wait. You've got a center who's running the ball down the court on this pack. He looks like he's Ivan Drago's long lost brother, Vladimir Stepania. Stepania. Do you know this guy? I've never heard of him. Okay. A native of the Republic of Georgia in the former Soviet Union. Soviet accent, please. You can do no, it. I can't. I'm, you're an actor. I've heard your Soviet. It's good. I can't good. remember how to do it, though. A native of the Republic of Georgia in the former Soviet Union, Stepania collected his first NBA double-double against Dallas on May 4th, 1993, with 17 points and 10 big rebounds. I kind of want him now. <laughs> now he did the accent. I kind of want him. He's a mood maker. Look at this guy. He looks like a machine bred only to score and rebound. <laughs> He, he looks impressive. He's 5.5 points a game or less impressive. I'll tell you what's very impressive, though. The back of the card is barely touched. It's it, because it, your next card's an insert. Oh, is it really? Yep. So you're minus one for the week. What an awful pack. From one bad pack to another. Holy sh**. You might you, have a worse pack than I did. Can you imagine if you had this pack this week? <laughs> I would have just about... Uh, yeah, well, 
It's not a good player. You've had you've had your I don't really you've mind. had your fair share of those. Yep. Looks a bit out of shape if you ask me. It's Danny Fortson. Danny Fortson. I don't even know who this player is. Last season, eleven points a game, eleven rebounds a game. Nice hmm. cheeky double double there for his second year. Fortson's eleven offensive boards against the what does that say? The Rockets, I think. On March 19, March sometime, nineteen ninety nine, tied for the NBA single game high in ninety eight ninety nine. Oh, 11 offensive rebounds. That's pretty good. He placed first in the NBA with 4.2 offensive rebounds a game. So a good offensive rebounder. So what do you think? Grant Hill or Karl Malone? I'm really torn between those two. Danny Fulton. Ah, that's who came up. Danny Masterson. I couldn't even remember his name. <laughs> that's the one. Well, well, well. Looks like Ian does get a tiny little Hail Mary here. You do yes. have a, a player that you can and probably likely will draft. Maybe. He's not at his apex yet, but well, he's Well, let's a... see. Who have I got to compare him against? I've got Vladimir Stepanya. I've got Michael Oluwakandi. I've got Eric Snow. I've got Corliss Williamson. I've got Vin Baker. I've got Christian Leitner. I've got Daryl Armstrong. I would take <laughs> David Stern at this point. <laughs> well, the good news I'd is... I'd take the corpse of David Stern You wanted to have a mood maker. That's what you said. Is it Rodman? <laughs> it's not Rodman. You said you wanted a mood maker who can bring some energy, some structure, some everything to the team. Yes. I honestly don't think you can find a funnier or more interesting or great player. He's a two-time MVP in his later years. Mm-hmm. One, of, He is the prototype as running the show, a new style of NBA offenses. Steve Nash. Oh. But he's very young. He's... This is the eight points, five assists oh, version. straight out of Santa Clara. Not, He's... Uh, not quite. He is fourth year. Yeah, but... Uh... He just hasn't come into his own yet. So you're looking at this Canadian native was a multi-sport star as a child, and his father and brother both played professional soccer Tottenham. in England. He's a big, Tottenham, he's a big Spurs fan. Tottenham so here's Pop. the thing. They obviously don't... He's from Johannesburg, South Africa. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they know his greatness yet. They're just talking about his brothers and his dad and like his he was a multi-sport star. Steve Nash. Welcome to the Essex Jammers. Uh, the Mavs, right? Yep. His second his, season with the Mavs. His first stint with the Mavs. Well, who's next? This is my last card? No, you got two. Okay. Wait, was one an insert? Or are you yeah, saving... you got, I'm saving it for last. Do I have any other cards you have after one that? one more card. I don't know yet. One more card and an insert? Yes. Okay. What a sh- pack for you. <laughs> come back to haunt me isn't it you last week i was the so pack speak to you yeah i immediately requested grant hill i didn't make a request that's what you did that wrong. was it and then they got they just smiled upon me you have a guy who won a dunk contest perhaps with the least impressive dunks ever seen at a dunk contest what <laughs> from a family synonymous with basketball you got brent barry he won a dunk contest yeah, he not did not that. what did he do what was his move was it good uh, not really. Hold on. I'm going to play this and get your reaction. There's Brent Barry. Here we what? go. This is a potential member. Hold on. Let's get the volume up. There's already people holding up tents. He hasn't even dunked yet. Oh, he's on the Clippers. That's why they feel sorry for him. Was that a warm-up? That won the dunk contest. What the hell was that? That is one of the worst dunks I've ever seen. Not only was it inside the free throw line, it's a shameless and poor facsimile of Michael Jordan's dunk. Okay, that was kind of cool from the above cam because it... Dr. J would never give that a 10. It, that, that won it. That was the winning dunk. I mean, that was 24 years ago. It's come a long way, the dunk contest, I feel. Um, I think to win it now, you have to dunk from like the three-point You have line. to jump over a car or something. That yeah. was embarrassing. So with that in mind, you're going to take him? Uh, maybe. Okay. Your last card. Your oh, Hail God, Mary. I need someone. I need someone. I need someone who's going to cause an impact. Oh, 
I don't know if this is good or bad. He was selected to the NBA All-Rookie Second Team last oh. season. He finished fifth in the NBA in three-point field goal percentage. I'm sorry, my backers. And you know what? A lot of people might back me this week because you were Mine so, was so bad. bad. And they'll learn never to chase those feelings. You got a guy who scored 11 points a game, and he averaged two assists and two rebounds. Michael Dickerson. Yeah, he dicked you pretty hard. Can I have my... <laughs> Can I, do I need to bleep out his name as well? And, <laughs> and uh, can I have my insert as a player, please? I'll like, tell you your insert. In can I have him on my team? You cannot. Can you? Come on. All right. Come on. I'll consider it. It depends who it is, I suppose. It does. You've got Cornell David. Well. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I've, never, I've never seen. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, David is a surname. It does happen, doesn't it? Larry um, David. Craig David. You yep. know who that is? Nope. <laughs> David. Is the first Hungarian-born player to ever appear in an NBA game. He finished third among NBA rookies last year in free throw percentage. Okay. Guess he didn't shoot that many when you're averaging six point two points a game. Quite possibly the worst pack of players I've ever seen in actually, my entire life. Actually, worse than your pack last week. Yeah, definitely. We, we didn't think it could be done, but it was done. Mm. And I wish I could grant you some sort of clemency and give you the insert, but mm. to do so, mm-hmm. Ian, mm. would be to take away my presumptive draft choice of this week. It's the heir to the throne, Grant Hill. That's the insert as well? It is. See, I called for him, and you you wanted no prediction. You felt the pack would speak to you, and I greedily immediately invoked a single name. And here he is. Heir to the throne, a nice-looking card. Is it a rare one? Yeah, it's one in 24 packs, which is uh, the second rarest. A regular member of the All-NBA squad, an NBA All-Star Game starter, this former NBA Rookie of the Year has lived up to his billing as a hoop superstar. The Pistons' main ball handler, soccer... Oh, scorer. Uh, That's so hard. Can I I just see the car, please? (laughs) No, wait. The Pistons' main ball handler, scorer, and rebounder, few players in recent memory have meant more to his team's success. Grant Hill. That is actually a really nice card. It is, right? If it wasn't slightly destroyed like they all are. That is the nicest looking card from this set I would say we've had. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to actually adding one to the insert section on the Discord. So I hope you kept that uh, Yakety Sax track available. (laughs) (laughs) The Benny Hill music. Do you like that? It's time for you to use it once again. Nah, nah, we don't need it. Are you ready? Can I open a... uh, Oh yes, why don't you... Can I have a a consolation gift from your bag? Yeah, go ahead. What a truly horrific experience. Oh, man. Uh, Who are you going to give this to? Another one of your friends? <laughs> I'm going to open the T-shirt, if that's okay. Go ahead. It's black. It's good. Slimming. I've gained weight. It says gold habits. What does that mean? <laughs> Team USA for game and country. I can't wear that. Can I? <laughs> I guess this one gets I defaulted to me. I wear that. Um, there you go. Gold habits. Well, I guess maybe for one of the episodes of the, the Twitch stream, we can wear these... Go, yeah. Yo, I want to open. I'll open one too. Now that the packs okay. are finished, there's not much left. How many? This... How many things are in there? Two. Okay. One feels like a postcard, right? Yeah. I'll let you have the postcard. I'll take this bag. It's a mask. You got a face mask? A Lakers mask. What the? F- are we all supposed to just like Lakers? What do you think about that? It's being a little health conscious in these trying times. Is it paper? <laughs> or is it is it washable? It's, it smells like arsenic. Okay. But it, does it look good? Yeah. Do I show my team with pride? Yeah. Is it upside down? You a Lakers fan now? Uh, I, uh, no, I gonna... used to love the Lakers. Yeah. Um, okay. Don't the, be a Lakers gear. The last thing is actually good, and it's quite fitting for our show. It's a magnet. Oh, nice! 
but it's a player from this era. Okay, so but we but still get... open it up now. A and magnet, it's a, and it's a player who has not come up yet. Okay. Sorry, he did come up. You didn't pick him. Oh, Patrick Ewing. Whoa, dude, this one's awesome. And that actually fits in with the with the show, right? Not only is it Patrick Ewing, but it's kind of the graphics and stuff like that is kind of what we associate with Magic on the Blacktop. So very cool. This will look great on your fridge, right? You yeah. actually have a lot of stuff on your fridge. I do have a lot of magnets. Yeah, please, if that's okay. We can, we can keep it in the studio or move it to your... Let's, do, oh, yeah, let's keep it in the studio. <laughs> I think... Okay, so wait. What's your favorite of the grab bag? I, I, I like everything. It's... Uh, I know it's a boring answer, but I, I just enjoyed opening stuff. I think the best thing... The sweater was nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. That should be yours, clearly. You you spent a lot of money on this thing, no, so I'm I mean, not going to be... We're no. going to switch it over no. each week. Okay, we're going to... We're going <laughs> to have, like, joint custody of the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our sweater. So. <laughs> I, don't I imagine care what people say. I imagine like I get it back all like scuffed and covered in dirt. Well, I'm like, okay, you spent you spent the weekend yeah, with I didn't your, want to take with it your off, father. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna get you cleaned up now. And uh, um, well, when I wear it, you know, if okay. people want to ask the Kobe, the Kobe frame was was beautiful, right? It's really cool. Um, the gold 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 rabbits. What was it? Gold habits. Gold habits. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Um, that's kind of neat. I like this Nick's thing quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, the. I mean, it was a neat little grab bag. Thank you, Doctor NBA, for your interesting selection of different cards. And now we each have a jersey knit. You have a t shirt shooting thing. What? You have a, a team shooting shirt. Oh, the Gerald Wallace game thing? Horn. I still don't know what they're talking about. I think it was a warm up shirt, but they keep saying game used. Does it count as game used? Like it's pre game used. Yeah. Well, he well, wears it during the game on the bench. I don't think he ever wore it at all. <laughs> okay. So he was in his locker once. All right, so. Now, we have to put you on the clock, and you do have a kind of difficult decision this week, and you might request to see some of these cards. So, the Essex Jammers, you are on the clock, and in no particular order, Daryl Armstrong, Christian Leitner, Vin the Baker Baker, Corliss Williamson, Eric Snow, Michael Olakandi, Vladimir Stepania, Steve Nash, or Michael Dickerson. May I see three cards, please? Steve Nash. Yeah. Christian Leitner. Okay. Vin Baker, please. No, Daryl Armstrong. Right. Daryl Armstrong, that's the fourth one. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I forgot. I forgot one. Okay. I don't think it was as bad as I expected. With Vin Baker in there, you know you've got yeah, a solid pick. That's true. He's the Sharif Abdul Rahim Consolation Prize. I, I mean, would... the man was a member of season one. Yeah, I. you know what? I would love to pick Steve Nash. Because like you say, you there's not many personalities that you'd want on your team you know he was a member of the Warriors background staff for the last few years did you know that he's none of that he's a shooting coach now he's his full he's a head coach for the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Nets but prior to that he was for the last like three or four years uh when, when the Warriors won championship he was a shooting coach really yeah um just an all-round funny guy just yeah I'd love to have Steve Nash I'm almost tempted to pick him because I feel like you know for me this is a, a week where I just have to kind of suck it up and this is going to be a player who's not going to get much burn during the actual game so yeah it'd be nice to have Steve Nash on there however I still would like a forward just because the, the guards I have are so trustworthy I don't imagine them getting much time on the bench so Steve Nash and Daryl Armstrong not this week. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for a guard in the next two weeks, which leaves two forwards: Christian Leitner, Vin Baker. But you know what? I think you're right. It's got to be the Vin the Baker Baker. I want to bring him back. Hey, and you know you're looking for a mood maker. The guy is a barista master. You think you can run a coffee shop without making some people smile? And also, he's got his own. I've said this before several times. 
He's got his own <laughs> Jordan shoe. Yeah. Michael Jordan doesn't give a shoe to just anyone. How incestuous is our teams? They just <laughs> trade back and forth. I'm a little shocked. Vim Baker, it is. Who You're shocked? Who do you think I was going to pick? Steve Nash? Late night? No, I thought you might have gone with Daryl Armstrong. I don't know why I thought so. I mean, I was looking at... Christian Leitner, get out of my face. Where is Daryl Armstrong? Oh, it's right here. The guy was 14 points... And seven assists a game. Yeah, but that's just last season. He doesn't have a. He does. He, last season he started to play well, and I don't think he really did much better than that throughout his career. He's very much a backup. Well, see, that's what I'm saying though, because if you have a backup player, who would you rather have than the most improved player and the sixth man award? I think better guards will come in the next couple of weeks. That's actually a pretty valid assumption. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Kansas blockers, you're on the clock. Wipe that smile off your face. <laughs> in no particular order. Cornell David, Brent Barry, Grant Hill, Tim Hart. Oh, no, you can't have him. He's already there. Joanne Howard, Danny Fortson, mm. Clifford Robinson, Matt Harpring, Carl Malone, a.k.a. the mailman, Steve, no, <laughs> Steve Kemp, <laughs> and his friend, Sean Kemp, a.k.a. the Rain Man. Oh, that's right. I forgot the Rain Man was in there. Do you want the Rain Man? Do you want the Mailman? Or do you want the... Ah, oh, this is an easy one. I can't be greedy. I asked for one player. I requested one player. It's got to be Grant Hill. Sorry, Mailman. Mail's making... closed on Sunday. Well, it's nice that he's making his debut on Magic on the Blacktop, finally. Long overdue. Now, the question will be, who do I start, Pippin or Hill? Or do I just put one of them out of position as a forward, as a power forward? Eh, I couldn't care less, to be honest. <laughs> No, but Grant Hills, I think he just he needs a chance to play in this game. Like this is too shut much up. fun. Shut up. Just shut up. Well, I'm yeah. sure that your guy Vin Baker was great for me. Was <laughs> he one of the guys who never got I literally didn't play a minute of, of uh He was the Vlade special. Yeah, but you know, maybe he's willing to reward a, a GM that puts faith in him. We'll see. Well now this year is different because last year we had twelve players. Mm. So Plenty he will 10. get yeah. You're gonna get ten this year, so he he's will play. St- he still might not. <laughs> That's <laughs> impossible. It? Okay, which brings us nicely to... Oh, yes, the, the, the ex- very exciting moment that I'm really looking forward to this Can week. Can you give me a second to put the, the, the intro music in there? Hold on. <laughs> which so brings far. us nicely to... It's the Cheryl Ford Super Classic Tournament of Losers. Okay, now do it. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm very, but Okay, I am extremely excited about this because tonight we're going to get the seating. We have put every single one of the 25 teams into a random generator, and it spits out a bunch of different matchups. So, Well, we haven't run the generator yet, right? We're going to run that now, but all the teams are yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, they're in the to... generator. Okay. Yeah, I have okay. to actually sit. What's the button called? Random. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So are you ready? So hold on. Let me bring up the IDs, because it's going to spit oh. you out the ID numbers, right? And I'm going to tell you the teams. And so this is for the first round matchups on the Dreamcast for each team in the Cheryl Ford Classic. However, we have 25 teams. There can only be 12 matchups, which leaves us with one team. Last week, we were joking that we're going to give it to Leon. We can't, we're can't. we not going to do that. Sorry, no, Leon. We love Leon. He's, the, he's our favorite. But but we don't want everyone to turn against him. <laughs> of course not. And it would be unfair. Yeah. So how about the last team left that doesn't get picked by your generator is the team that gets the buy? I say the last two teams left get a junk in between me and you and their winner gets to the bye okay make it a little more fun okay so I can disappoint one more person (laughs) Um, so the thing is though and I want to tell you one more thing if you go to the website you have done a fantastic job once again of adding every single team you can click your team logo and it'll bring you your roster 
and other interesting stats. Well, I figured that the, although the, the spreadsheet was fine, it was kind of nice to see as your team's being built. It's kind of nice. As we said last week, it's t- nice to see your where your weaknesses are. I think it's a lot easier to visualize once you see these players. And I've tried to take photos. I've tried to select photos of these players from the era, from this era. So they actually, it is a very young looking Vince Carter in a Toronto uniform. It's not. And I don't yeah. like your Reggie Miller picture that you chose, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. Can you hit this button right here? We got it. Are you ready? Okay, the first round draw for the inaugural Show Full Classic. I will tell you a number. You will tell me the team. These two teams will face off in round one. Team number eight. The Harajuku Jukes. Against 18. Will play the Nixon Nematodes. Ooh, it's a big time. It's Pat versus Corey. Head to head. Okay, that's exciting. Next, team number one. The Bible Belt Juggalos. I love that team. Against number 22. We'll face the Rapongi Shots. Wow. It's kind of Ian versus Pete's friends here. This is exciting. Wow. Okay, next. Number 25. That'll be the Setagaya Makasi. Against number 16. The Merriam Mad Scientists. <laughs> it is. All <laughs> right. That might be an interesting matchup. Okay, next is number 26. Number 26 is the... Totsuka Daimyo. Dot decor against number four. The Chiba Lamb Chops. Mike Lamb. That's an exciting matchup. It's a little Japanese. None rivalry. of these people know each other. That's okay. We all know. We want them. we want some people who who, who can who actually insult know each, each other, other with, with realizing who they're insulting and not being worried that they're gonna piss off the wrong person. Well maybe number twenty-one. That would be uh the Rochester Robots. He doesn't know anyone. Against number twenty. The Reddings Mill Agitators. Ooh, I like that one. Saru and Jeff facing off. How about number twenty-seven? That would be the Utrecht Unicorns. They are up against number twenty. 23. That'd be the, the Rotterdam poop faces. Oh my <laughs> the god. Dun, these the are the dun, only two guys these, who... Genuinely, guys, these, we, we didn't... <laughs> this is a random generator in front of me. We should have filmed it. Uh, yeah, wow. The two, the two Dutch teams... There was, we said last week, there was trouble brewing in the discord between these two teams. One got Rick Smiths, one got Shaq. Oh no! Now we get to see... Okay, They can sell it on the hardwood. Okay, that's box office. It's just a shame week one has... You know, that's come up so early, that matchup. But I'm glad it's happening. Wow. Okay, who's left? Uh, I'm still stunned. Um, I think it's number 24. The Setagaya Centurions. Against number 17. The Monroe, the Montrose Mollymocks. Okay. So Otis versus Matt. Yeah. Number 12. That'd be the Kowloon Street Fighters. Against number two. Against the Cape Town Crusaders. Okay, Darren and Luke know each other very well. Well, they're about to get... Former ju- university teammates. Wow, now split apart. Rivals. That'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Number seven. The Hachioji Snow Dogs. That's Barry. Against number 14. We'll play. I, can't, I can never say this one. Los. Los Ignobrables. DKC. KC. Aaron. Number, next one. Number three. The St. Louis Krakens. Against number five. Are playing the Earlwood Wanderers. That's Leon right there. Oh, so Leon almost did get the bye. Oh, are we, are we right at the bye? Okay, sorry, Leon. The last two teams. Let me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final matchup is between three teams we have left. For sure, number 19. That would be the Philadelphia Process. That's Anthony. He is up against one of these two teams, number 15 and number 11. That is the Lunar Lobbyists, Julian. And number 11, the Hollywood Killer Pilots. Hollywood. <laughs> Jay Freakin, you should answer your picks and your player each week on time. So we're going to junk him right now and 
Do you want to take your guy or take my guy? I'll take Jay Freakin. Okay, I'll go Julian. Ready? Okay, Saisho, Goo, Junkin, boy. Oh, damn it, I won. Okay, sorry, Julian, I apologize. So that means Julian and the Lunar Lobbyist will face off against uh, the Philadelphia process. Can I trade my victory here for the one I lost earlier so I have home court advantage? <laughs> Certainly not. But That means Jay we, Freakin, the killer pilots. We're, re we're rewarding Jay Freakin with a buy. <laughs> He's in Hollywood. Isn't he already rewarded? Does he even do any? Did you do anything? I've been to Hollywood. It's not that great. Tomorrow. It's not. I think he moved out of Hollywood. <laughs> okay. But the killer pilots are flying above the others, enjoying their first round by, and they get to see the winner of God knows what. How this, brought, you know, this plays out. Yeah, we got some interesting matchups. We got some some guys who know each other. So a lot of people who don't know each other. Like you said, it's very much uh, Kansas versus. A lot of my, it's my friends versus your very friends. Much a lot of my friends versus your friends, but all right. But at least people can start preparing now for those yeah. first round matchups. So that's exciting. The, my exciting matchup right here is the poop faces and the unicorns. Oh, that's the draw uh, for me. It's that one. Also, uh, the Cape Town Crusaders versus the Cowling Street Fighters. It's not. Do you have two friends going up against each other? I, feel I don't like, think I, I don't have think. two friends at all. <laughs> Not after last week's pack. I think everyone hates my guts. So that concludes this um, awesome stuff, guys. Thank you for your contributions. I hope you are getting your team ready. You've got some tough picks this week, especially if you chose Ian's pack. So good luck. You've had two tough weeks. If you went me, oh, imagine the poor guys who went Peter Ian. Can we give them buys as well? I think so, they're just going to say bye. Okay. Never tune in again. Ian, good job. Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got all these cool toys and sweaters. I'll let you keep the sweater for week one. Take oh, I'll get to wear it tonight. It. Okay. Yep. Brilliant. Just make sure it's clean on next Sunday when I pick it up. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, next week, tune in for week nine. Oh, my God. Only two weeks left. Let's get some Mexican food. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that ball.